Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Well, hey friends, I am super excited that today I get to have one of my dear, dear friends and teammates, Ned Melis, on the podcast. So she is going to be sharing and I get to hear from her voice a lot um, at our church. And I know that you are just going to love hearing how she experiences God through scripture. So grab your Bibles, your coffee, or if you're driving, just pay attention and get ready to encounter God through scripture today with my friend, Ned Melise. Hello, everybody. I am so excited that Abby asked me to be a part of her podcast, a part of Let's Remember This. So my name is Ned Melise, and just a tiny bit about me. I currently serve as the associate pastor at New Culture Church, and I absolutely love getting to serve people in that way. Um, But I also work as a chiropractic radiological technician, so I get to serve people in their health throughout the day as well, which is really fun, and I absolutely love that. I currently live with my sister. I'm a proud Puerto Rican, and if I'm not at one of my two job options, you can usually find me on the couch reading a book, or praying for God to bring summer to Wisconsin quickly. So that's pretty much a snapshot of everything you need to know about me. And let's go ahead and jump into today's scripture reading. So you guys have been going through the book of Mark here on the Let's Remember This podcast. And today we're looking at Mark chapter 15 verses 1 through 20, which is this really powerful story Um, of a man named Barabbas and Jesus. And I think one of the most important things to keep in mind about this story is that as much as it is a literal moment of Jesus taking the place of a man who deserved to be on the cross when Jesus himself was innocent, it's also foreshadowing to the reality that Jesus's crucifixion is taking everyone's place. Jesus is literally the innocent party taking place with the guilty party and the guilty man gets to walk free. A couple things that really, really stand out to me going through this passage is one, Jesus at no point objects or complains, or makes it seem in any way like he is fighting the reality that he is being faced with. You see, an innocent person who's being faced with a crowd of people who are making a decision about whether or not he be crucified or this guilty man be crucified An innocent man who is looking at Pilate, who gets to make this decision, would plead his case, would say, I'm innocent. Don't kill me. This man has committed crimes. I am innocent. Set me free. That's justice. Set me free. Let him pay the consequences for his crime. But at no point does Jesus do that. In this entire story, Jesus is fully submitted 
to making his way onto the cross. I think part of the reason that that stands out to me so much is because I really believe that as a whole, we're living in a world full of people pleasers. We are so full of this fear of man. And we, because of that, I know I speak for myself and a lot of people I've talked to, we don't want to feel like we're being burdensome. That's part of this need to be so independent is we don't want to feel like we're burdening people. We don't want our issues on other people. We don't want our failures and our flaws on display for the risk of others rejecting us or feeling like it's too much. They'll love us if we're good. They'll do good for us if we're good. But if we burden them, then they won't love us anymore. And I think in this moment, the level to which Jesus is so fully submitted to being on the cross tells us something really important that nothing we have done, can do, or will do is too much or too burdensome burdensome for Jesus to continue to love us. You see, the thing is, in this moment, Jesus is looking at this man whose crimes are on display. He sees every single crime and he doesn't fight to be set free. Instead, he submits to the people yelling, crucify him. And this guilty man gets to walk free and he doesn't fight it. Jesus doesn't object to the cross. Jesus runs to it. Jesus's life ending on a cross was a choice he made and he made it for Barabbas He made it for the people yelling, crucify him, and he made it for you and for me. And that's the second thing that I think is so important when looking at this passage is that I think it's really easy this time of year to depersonalize the story of the crucifixion. But when we look at this moment with Barabbas, it's so important to note that this is foreshadowing that Jesus takes the guilty man's place. And the guilty man is you and me, not just Barabbas. This is a personal story of salvation. My sin, my shame, my transgressions, my iniquity put Jesus on the cross. This is not a distant, far-off story. And when we water down the weight of our sin, when we act as if it was not our sin that put Jesus on that cross, we also accidentally water down the power of the cross. We were supposed to die. God was supposed to look away from us. And in this moment, we see a clear image of what Jesus does for you and for me. He takes our place and us, the guilty, get to walk free. The reality is, is that none of us want to feel like the character we relate to in scripture is the guilty criminal that puts Jesus on the cross. But Barabbas is you and me. And Jesus doesn't complain, doesn't object. Instead, he lovingly runs to bear the burden of the cross on our behalf. What a good God.
And so as this story leads into um, Jesus being beaten and abused and all the while being called king of the Jews, I would just encourage you, what do you need to remember from this? You need to remember that Jesus did this for you and for me. You need to remember, because it's what I need to remember, that without Jesus, it would have been me on that cross. But because of Jesus, I am alive, I am free, and I get to walk into eternity with him. The story keeps getting better. I don't want to keep going into the crucifixion and the resurrection, but it starts right here with Jesus setting you free and bearing the weight of the consequences on himself out of love, without restraint, without hesitation. Jesus takes the cross and we get to go free just like he did with Barabbas. God bless you guys. And let's remember this. Jesus set us free.